believe this is the fourth podcast I'm doing. I didn't expect it to get this far. I probably thought I'd give up after the first one. But having Jake on last week, it was actually so much fun that I I really like to do it with other people. Um, I was going to do it with my friend uh, last week, but she had a little enough school. So bless him. Um, I don't think he would have been able to hear us because <laughs> he was playing with all sorts of things. But um Anywho, so I've had quite a few messages asking for me to talk more about mental health now. This is the thing. I tried it. I tried doing it a couple of weeks ago and I chatted to myself for 40 whole minutes. Um, That actually shocks me. I'm not quite sure how I managed to do that. Um, No breaks or anything. I just, I think I just opened like some sort of floodgate. Um, If you watch Friends and you know the Bruce Willis scene that was me so I chatted non-stop for 40 minutes and I finished it and I thought I don't even know if this is too much um so I sent it to one of my best friends and I sent it to Jake and I was like please give me an honest opinion and they both said exactly the same thing they're like Lou you went too deep um you went too personal and you said a bit too much so I don't really know how to do this without um saying everything so I thought the best thing to try and do is just talk about feelings um rather than events and not that I spoke about people but I think I did just go a little bit too in depth so my first advice not advice I'm I'm not going to give any advice at all um my first my first thing I'd like to say or um if I can influence you towards this lady um her name is Dr Julie and she's actually on Instagram um she does like visual reels of oh I can't explain it you need to go just go and watch them because she has a way of explaining things that help so much and you're like oh my goodness that's exactly how I feel and you've just explained it so well but I bought her book last year or the year before um I can't remember what it's called but it'll be on her page and just reading that of an evening she's just so good at explaining she she just explains different things about grief about anxiety um about toxic like people in your life and how to sort of kind of deal with things um and a part of my like the the fact that i can't sleep very well um basically means not means oh, see this is why <laughs> this is so difficult um so the fact that you can't fall asleep well then impacts the fact that you can't get up very well. Um, so it all starts with, I've been turning my phone on sleep mode. Um, I've been having hot baths of a night and they seem to help me drift off a lot quicker. That with the sounds um, going on that we listen to brown noise. Um, and if I can get to sleep well, I can get up well. Um, so I've really been focusing on... I'm, there's me thinking oh, I've got no motivation in the morning and then it kind of sets me up for the whole day that oh for goodness sake I can't do this I'm not feeling like I want to do this but take it back to the night before turn your phone off like just if, if you're always on the go your phone's a part of that because you're still not relaxing you might think you are by scrolling and typing and talking to people but you're not um so the same basically in a work point of view so if you're so stressed at work and you've got so much to do um 
And then instead of relaxing when you get home and it's kind of your safe space that you need to recharge and you need to have like a chill and just be calm. Say you're sending emails and things like that. You, you're not, you're just taking and taking from, from this stress. Um, and you need to just totally relax and get outside. Walks help me so much. And I, I forget sometimes, um, where I'm busy doing other things. And actually, if I have a nice walk during the day, it just kind of resets me a little bit. So never underestimate the power of going for a nice walk, being in the fresh air in a green space or exercise. Now, this is not one for me at the moment, but I did used to exercise an awful lot and I know how much it helps, but I feel like I've got to be in the right mindset to take that on again. <laughs> because otherwise I'll just give up. Because with me like I said, I like instant results. And if I feel like I'm failing at something, then I'll just stop doing it. And that's not right either. That's a part of like feeling like you want to just be back to where you were. And it's just, it's not possible. You will have really, really good days and you will have down days, but you've got to remember the down days doesn't mean you've gone backwards. It's a part of life and everybody feels like this. So as long as you're, she explains it really well in, um, in a video of it, you kind of say you've got a graph and you just expect this straight line. You expect to be happy doing all the things you want to do and get back to yourself. But the fact is, as long as you're following that line of improvement, you will go up and down, but you're still going forward. Please watch her reels. That will completely make sense to you. My description did not, um, just keep going at the end of the day because it is so hard and my low point so I had a lot of stuff happen all in one go and I think that happens to so many people doesn't it it's just it's almost like everything at once um boom 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 so like um me and my ex-husband were going through a divorce my dad died at the same time we had to sell the house he took the dog um, I ended up moving into a flat and was paying like rent and mortgage at the same time. There was just, there were so many elements going on at this point in my life, um, that I actually went back to work the day after my dad died. Now, if you would have told me, if you would have said that to me now, in the way I view things now, I would have just been like, what on earth possessed me to do that? I still cannot understand. And the fact that um, my boss should have said to me and literally should have insisted, Lou, you need to take time. You need to grieve properly. You can't come back. And nobody mentioned anything because I don't I didn't talk about feelings like, you know, that wasn't a thing. Um, so it was just like I was just back and that was that. And I never addressed how I felt. I never addressed anything. So two whole years I carried on like that. And there was so much going on in the meantime. But my work was kind of what I thought in my head. My work was like my safe place because everything else was changing. And that wasn't. And I had my friends there and we were like family. And I'd been there since I was 16. So I'd worked my way up. Deputy manager of the centre. Um, and it just, I enjoyed it. That was the main thing. Um now I feel completely different about the whole situation. But when you're in it, it's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. So I went back to work <laughs> two years and then 
something happened um, where I worked and basically the whole thing became this massive toxic place and it was so difficult for me because I'd almost grown up in there um, because I've been there for so long. So when something changes and someone changes and it affects you so much, um, I that was the point that everything caught up. So I remember phoning my mum and just being really, really honest and being like, I am not okay. Um, I'm not going to delve too deep. I'm just going to tell you how, like, how it went and why I dipped. <laughs> and, um, so we went to the doctors and I got signed off and I can honestly tell you that that piece of paper made me feel so crap about myself. Like I've never had a day off work really for being ill or anything and I'd worked since I was 14 like in a little cafe um so yeah be it having this bit of paper was just like it just felt awful it felt so awful and if you think of a toxic situation I almost I got myself out of it because it had made me so ill and I was at home and then lockdown here and it's almost like, say you're really stressed at work and you go away on holiday and you have like such a calm, relaxed time and you almost like refuel yourself and you're ready to go back. But if that environment is toxic, you'd go, <laughs> Dr. Julie describes this, okay. So she has a reel of an empty fish tank with pure water in it. And she has a little fish swimming around. It's not real, I might add. Um, it's a fake fish because she pulled it out by the tail. And I was just like, oh my goodness. But it was fake. It's fine. <laughs> this sounds really weird now. Um, so she had a clear tank. This fish was going around in it. And basically like, this is your work environment. And when it when it's okay, it's okay. But if you were to add a load of toxic stuff to this fish's tank... You wouldn't leave the fish in there, would you? You would take the fish out and you'd put it in a new tank, which is basically what I did with myself. I took myself out. I obviously couldn't go anywhere in lockdown because I was like loads of weeks off, wasn't it? I was going for walks. Um, I lost a bit of weight. I was just like, okay, I'm I'm good. Would you pick, you wouldn't pick that fish back up and put it back in that toxic tank, would you? So why did I do that to myself? So I'd got myself better. I'd got off of whatever the doctor had given me. Um, it took some time and then I went straight back and it was worse. It was worse than ever. And I had to just leave. Like this place that I'd been for so long, I just, for my own sanity, <laughs> health, um, I had to just walk away and do you know the biggest thing that I'll never ever ever forget like for the rest of my life um, the four people that walked out with me and they were they were fundamental people to this business and one of them said to me like after lockdown she was like Lou I was not going back if you weren't there there was no way in hell I was going back if you were not there so yeah, that was just massive for me and also put an added layer of guilt like these people have all left their jobs as well because of me not being there. So oh, I just I think when you're in any sort of anxious, emotional like state, every little thing you overthink and I still do 
like that will, won't ever stop <laughs> i'm just an overthinker as as you know that's just me and that's fine because i don't jump into things i always think about things and i think i think about things from years ago when i'm drifting off to sleep and that's one of my main issues um i think the main thing when when you've managed to get yourself out of this toxic environment you build up these walls and then everything else feels so hard um so i used to do so much so um i used to travel all over the country do like an odd week in wales setting up for one of their stores um i'll go up to birmingham and i'm like right right down the bottom like southeast so i used to go quite a lot of places i knew so many people in the company and i think when you've worked for somewhere so long and you're really confident in your job um and you've been knocked and you've come out of that i it was just like what on earth am i going to do now <laughs> what what can i do this is this is really strange um and then you build up these walls i got to a stage where um i couldn't even drive like i wouldn't want to go anywhere on my own and that's so far from myself um that it's not even funny i don't the your brain is just such a complex thing and i think this is the main thing that i i still try to understand that these things are okay and because you can't you can't see your brain <laughs> if i had a broken arm people would like be like oh she's got a broken arm but the fact that there there was something not quite right um that you're trying to fix yourself and you know you're not right um i think talking is such a massive thing um jake and my mum have were are brilliant um and i talk a lot more openly now whereas i never used to so if you have someone you can talk to or by all means dm me on instagram um send me a voice note i you know i will not offer any advice because everybody is different and how they deal with things and i don't think it's fair to offer advice so people sometimes just need someone to listen um and i think that's what i did a couple of weeks ago i think i spoke for 40 minutes um and it helped so do that is that advice <laughs> i don't know if you've got a voice note thing on your phone just sit there and talk about how you feel and then if you've got someone like <clears throat> like i sent it to my friend and i sent it to jake um it might be easier than you talking face to face about stuff because i don't know about you when i do talk about my feelings i cry <laughs> and it's so frustrating because sometimes i just want to be able to talk but i upset myself so yeah the voice note thing um give it a go if, if see if it helps and if it does let me know and then you can just be like like walk out the room if you want to i wouldn't have been able to stand there while jake listened to it um just see what they think and there might be a lot of things that they didn't realize things that have happened and you know i don't know if that's advice or not but it's worth a try isn't it the thing i did um was totally give myself a comfort zone for so from from a few years ago um i had what i called a party flat so <laughs> when i sold my when, when we sold the house and we went our separate ways i rented a little flat and it was near to a lot of stuff actually it was near near one of the harbors where i live and good old spoons and you know and it was just kind of like a central place for everybody and i kid you not most weekends we had a party um and i feel like i kind of <laughs> relived my 20s in that year in that whole year 
and me and my friends were off to Butlins, we would do London, we would do Brighton, like anything we could do or anything anyone invited me to, yep, I'm there, I'm like full on there and um, so when now, <laughs> so afterwards, um, we moved in here in 2019, so after everything happened and lockdown and that, I completely have a comfort zone now, so when before um I wasn't at home I wasn't in I mean the dog helps now for the fact that I want to be with him but um I would get up go to work come home go out come back go sleep go to work and the house wasn't it I don't know <laughs> we just weren't here um at all we were always doing something um so now it is very very much my comfort zone and that kind of upset me for a little bit because it's just like I'm not who I was before at all but that is entirely okay because I love being at home I love going out for walks with the dog and if you've changed slightly I think accepting that is such a big thing because you just want you at the beginning you kind of just think I want to go back to this I want to see the people I used to see I want to do the things I used to do and um I don't anymore but I still have such close friends and the people that have stayed with me through everything. And there was so much and I can't talk about it all. Um, are still here and you will definitely find out who your friends are. That's such a sad but true statement. And you always see quotes, don't you? Like go through a rough patch and blah, blah, blah. But um, speaking from experience, yes, 100%. There will be people that um, say they're there for you. And then it's almost like out of sight, out of mind. I think actions speak a lot louder than words. And um, if you have to cut these people out, it's not anything about them. It's not, it's, it's selfish. You're being selfish and that's okay. And to be selfish and to get better, if you need to not have these people in your life, then that's what you need to do. You need to be selfish because you need to look after yourself. And it isn't anything about them. It's just a case of, I need to do this for me and I need to get myself better and you are not helping me. You're not going to be in that journey with me, um, unfortunately. I mean, in a few years' time, they might well be again, but at that point in time, you need to look after yourself. So that's a massive thing. One of the things on Instagram <laughs> has actually really helped me with my comfort zone. Um, so last year, I was invited to a few different things and the year before, I was invited to a few different events and... I said no. <laughs> Stupidly, I said no because I just thought I'm not ready. Um, I was really anxious about meeting people that I've been chatting to, which is really silly, really, isn't it? But I was. Um, and last year, for some unknown reason, I just said yes to everything. So, <coughs> excuse me, the first thing I did was a swan event and I met people I've been chatting to for ages and I had the best time. And then the next time something come up and those, the kind of the same people were there, it was just so much easier. So um, the Clean and Tidy show is on again this year. I did it last year with my friend Kirsty. We both went up. I wasn't a part of the Shine Squad because um, me and my anxiety said no when Penny uh, messaged me. So instead, um, I decided to buy a ticket and I thought I can go at my own, you know, I can... If it's a little bit too overwhelming, I can come home. It's not, I haven't committed myself to anything. And I kind of wish I'd said yes, because it was amazing. 
um, seeing the brands and even the people that you chat to on with the brands and um, the other accounts. Um, so I am going this year and I am a part of the Shine Squad. I actually haven't put it anywhere yet because because there's a lot of uh, people doing it and kind of their links going up everywhere. I just I didn't want to like overwhelm everybody with like because um, so many are going but the link is in my bio and touching on that um this week if you do purchase a ticket um five pound goes to the hygiene bank which i think is just so lovely so um penny and the clean and tidy squad home show um are supporting the um hygiene bank to do with hygiene poverty so yeah five pounds if you do click on the link will go to that which i think is just amazing um and also if you go i'd love to see you so um <clears throat> but please if you do oh i'm so rubbish with names you just tell me you're a cow and i'll know you <laughs> you know how bad i am so this week <clears throat> i had a blood test booked for what i thought was monday but it was actually tuesday and this poor lady on monday was trying to find me on the system and she wasn't going to find me because i wasn't there um and i do that a lot so yeah if you follow me and watch my stories you know how absolutely awful and forgetful i am um and that's nothing new i think that's always been the case but maybe it's a little bit worse as i've got older i'm not sure <laughs> i went off on a tangent didn't i i was talking about my comfort zone um i think it's so important to push yourself out of it um and i don't mean massively don't do things that are like crazily out of your comfort zone but small things because if if you or anything like me a few years ago I would do my best to avoid them so even if and, and that's what I mean that it totally wasn't wasn't me um even if a friend would message and be like oh should we go out for a cuppa blah 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 um I'd get to the point and it'd be the time I'd be like oh no I can't because such and such um and then it gives you relief for a little while that you don't have to do these things but then the next thing that comes up you feel the exact same way so push yourself the window cleaners here <laughs> um just push yourself if you can slightly out of it because i promise you next time when something else comes up the same it will feel so much easier um i hope i've spoken a little bit i'm sorry if i've not made sense it's really hard and um I, you always worry as well when you bring up the, the the word mental health that people roll their eyes like oh here we go <clears throat> but it's so so important to talk about and it's so important for you to have someone to talk to I think that's the absolute biggest thing if you try the voice note obviously I didn't mean to do that it just happened um then let me know because in a way it did help me I just spoke about everything I felt um I'm not sure I would send it to mum because it would probably make her cry. But it just helped me in kind of realising a few things as well. So I want to wish you a lovely week. Um, thank you for listening to the fourth one. Can't believe it. Um, obviously, if there's anything, I might put a box up. This week went so quick that I, I just I said to Jake last night, oh my goodness, it's nearly Thursday. I need to um, get chatting. Um, but I will try and be a bit more organised. I think I said that four weeks ago, so didn't really work did it um i'll try and put a box up and then maybe do some questions because that was so fun with jake last week and he hasn't even listened to it back he's like no i'm not listening to myself i'm not listening to myself because he had a bit of a cold as well um i was like you just sound like phoebe when she when she was sing singing sticky shoes you're fine um 
have a lovely rest of the week and I will see you on my stories possibly. Take care.